Coming to you live from my apartment. It's from Hasn't Podcast, and now here's the guy who just scored a great Groupon for Stealth R Us. Rob Sesternino, hello everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rob Has a Podcast. I am Rob Sesternino, alongside Nicole Sesternino. Hello. Now, Nicole, what was the face you were making while I was doing that today? Because <laughs> you always say I look I look miserable, so I was trying to change it you up. You made a funny face today? <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it a funny face. <laughs> I don't know what I'd call it. <laughs> anyway... Yes, Nicole, did you know about my Groupon at Stealth or Us? I, I, I didn't. I'm all, I, I am always on Groupon. Yeah, $10 off firewood at, oh at Stealth R Us. Oh, I just got a boobs and Botox uh, Groupon. <laughs> really? Yeah. What does that do? <laughs> I get free boobs and some Botox. You get free boobs? Well, not free, but you have to pay like 20 bucks. <laughs> and Botox? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. You'll be a new woman. Who knew, who knew they could have that on Groupon? Yeah, only on Groupon. <laughs> yeah, take that, Living Social. Yeah. <laughs> take that indeed. Uh... Nicole, so much to get to. Huge Survivor podcast this week. Yes. Uh, We had Stephanie Valencia, the second half of Russell's Girls, voted out of the tribe from Zapatera this week. Just when I was starting to really like her. Yeah, you you did a 180 on Stephanie. I did. You hated her. I didn't hate her. I just, she was a little mouthy at Tribal Council, and I think she should have just, you know, zipped it a little. Yes. Well, you are the authority on mouthy and needs to zip it a little. I will stab you with a pencil. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> then uh, we have a great guest, the first guest on the big podcast from Survivor Nicaragua. We talked to them all during the season last season. Right. But this is the first time we're going to really get to sit down, really get into it with uh, Matthew Lenahan, a.k.a. The, the Saster. S- <laughs> that sounds like you said the disaster when you say it like that. The Sastuation. The Saster. Uh, Sash. It does sound like disaster. Yeah, I would. It's not a compliment when well, you say he's not a disaster. Not a disaster. <laughs> the Bachelor of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to talk with Sash uh, in just a couple of minutes. We'll dial him up on the hotline. I want to take a second and just remind everybody about the iTunes feed of Rob has a podcast. I know a lot of you guys are listening on the website, but go ahead and subscribe on the iTunes feed. Great way to get the Rob has a podcast feeds. Right on your iPhone, mm-hmm. get iPod, if you will. Yes. iPad, even. I, even your iPad. Even your iPad. Nicole, you have all of those things. I have all of the above. You have all those things, yeah. and you subscribe to Rob Has a Podcast. Actually, I don't. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Great way to take it with you on yes. the go, and then, of course, come back to the website and go ahead and leave us your comments. Yeah. Uh, the porn podcast is now beating us on iTunes. Well, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> Too many people listening on the website, not enough people on the iTunes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Nicole, you and I have a big announcement coming up. Yes, we do. Well, not a big announcement. A big announcement coming up in the next couple of seconds. Rob's pregnant. Yeah, I'm <laughs> pregnant. Sixteen. Last week, I was just uh, going to be on Teen Dad. Yeah. Now, now I'm actually pregnant. Yes. So, we talked about last week, Nicole and I were going to be at the Pechanga Resort and Casino this uh-huh. upcoming Saturday, March 26th. Yes. Well, it's gotten, it's gotten bigger. We're like... Really cool. Yeah. So not only are we going to be at the Pachanga Resort and Casino, yes, uh, we are actually going to be uh, hosting. Is that the right word? Hosting and interviewing. Yes, we are actually going to uh, have the opportunity to uh, be interviewing uh, all of the survivors that are in attendance. And uh, the best part of all is that we are going to be able to uh, record this, and we're going to put it up for you guys 
as a podcast uh-huh. uh, after the fact. So, sort of a uh, Rob has a podcast live show coming up uh, Saturday <laughs> I'm a night. Nervous. Yeah, it, well, it's not going to be live, right? We're, but it is going to be somewhat live. Yeah, right? it's going to be get, in front of an audience. No second chances. No Redemption Islands. No second <laughs> chances. So uh, we are actually very excited. So on that big show that we're going to get up for you guys uh, next week, and I think we're going to have some video too. Yeah, it's going to be pretty good. We have some audio, some video. We are going to be speaking with uh, Jerry Manthe, Benry. Benry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to also be speaking with uh, Bruce Kenegai. Okay. And Kelly, who I can't pronounce her last name. Karniki from... or something like that? Something like that. I could that. totally There's be making that There's a Z in there. Yeah. It, it's like a 500-point word in Scrabble. Yeah. Yes. She's a very nice girl. And the organizer, Jillian Larson of the Reality Rally, who mm-hmm. I just got a chance to speak to the other day. If you're interested in hearing about the Reality Rally, yes. you can check that out. Can I interview you? And maybe a couple other people along the way. Yeah. I don't think so. Oh. And I think it's going to be good. We're going to have some games. So uh, lots of fun coming up at the uh, Rob Has a Podcast live podcast. Which And you come out, see us in person at the Pechanga Resort and Casino, yeah. March 26th. Definitely come this, down. It's going to be a really good time. Yeah. And it's, it's you we're know. We're going to get Rob loaded. And we're gonna, then we're going to go to the nightclub. Yeah. And I think it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. It's a. I think it's free to get in. I think there's like a five dollar donation uh-huh. uh, for if you want to play in any of the games or anything like that. Okay. But I think you could just come and loiter for free <laughs> if you wanted to. Okay. That's how they get you. We always promote loitering. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll post the link to that on the Facebook on the Rob is a podcast uh, web page, uh-huh. and you can get a link to that Facebook group. So yes. that's going to be a good time. So. Uh, what do you say, Nicole? You want to jump into uh, talking to? Let's do it. Talking to Sash. Let's, let's go ahead. It. Hopefully, I type this number in correctly, and let's make sure we're recording. I hope what, we get the grumpy old man. What Sash has to say? Oh, you will later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead get uh, Sash going on the line. Let's see if this works. Nicole, are you nervous? A little bit. I always get nervous before. Don't get cold. don't get too nervous. Just deep breaths. Deep breaths. My lamazing. Yes. Oh, my God. Three rings. Now I'm nervous. This is Sash. Sash, what's going on? This is Robin Nicole. Hey, Sash. Hey, guys. How you doing? That We are doing great. It is a, a pleasure to speak with you again. <laughs> the pleasure is all mine. I know. Part two. I love it. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we got to talk to you for about uh, 15 minutes, but right. I, I would cut that in half because also Chase was on the line. Right. We couldn't, get, we couldn't right, ask you all the questions too. about Chase that we wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, do you really have that many? I thought it was pretty uh, point blank from from the the episode. <laughs> I don't know uh, if there was much more to tell from from his end, but I'm happy to be here and uh, answer any kind of questions you guys might have. Yeah, we wanted you to review his album for us. Yes. That's what we wanted. His, his album is actually great. Um, you know, I downloaded it on iTunes. He had one. Uh, during the finale, but he just came out with another one only a couple weeks ago. And from what I hear, he's doing really well in Nashville and uh, living the life as uh, America's newest country singer. So we'll see how it goes for him. See, <laughs> Sash is so nice. Yeah. We can't, we can't, let's see if we can get Sash to say something bad about somebody during this podcast. At least, at least once. <laughs> at least once. Yeah. We're yeah. going to, we're going to make you. No more, no yeah. politically correct answers today, Sash. <laughs> just... You're getting down and dirty. Well, you know, you know, that was the thing on the show, you know, everyone thought I was this bad guy because I double-crossed everyone and, you know, I lied to most people on their face. But when it's all said and done, I never said a single bad thing about 
about anyone that was out there. Until you know, today. At worst, I would always say if someone, you know, made a bad move, yeah. but, uh, you know, um, I think I kind of got the short end of the stick yeah. with a lot of those, uh, a lot of my tribe mates, but, you know, it's okay. We're all friends now. Okay. Well, here's the good thing about this season. You get to say whatever you want, uh-huh. and uh, they, no, they don't listen to this show. Nobody, Actually, nobody listens to this show. It's yeah. just the three of us. I, I listen to your show. <laughs> private conversations. It's a, it's a private, intimate conversation, <laughs> and uh, feel, feel free to say whatever you want. So I, I guess what, what's it like for you having just gone through this, and now this is the first time you're getting to watch Survivor as somebody not on the show? Well, I guess you probably got to watch it before as somebody not on the show. <laughs> you get to watch it as somebody who has now been through it and now gets to see it with a different perspective. Yeah, I'm a real veteran now. It's really exciting to, to see because, you know, when you're a fan, which I've been a fan since the very first season, um, you know, you don't notice certain things that are going on and, you know, uh, I noticed myself even, you know, the very first episode of this season, you know, seeing how they were making their, their shelter and, you know, how they set up things on camp. You know, a lot of little things like that that you don't normally recognize just, you know, watching it from, from your, your couch. And, you know, now I find myself watching each one of these episodes a couple times, you know, one time watching it for strategy, next time watching it, you know, uh, all the other things kind of going around in, in the background. So, you know, it's, it's really cool to kind of uh, be a fan and see it from both points, um, especially since they're in Nicaragua right now as well. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. They don't really talk about Nicaragua mm-hmm. so much this yeah, time. Yeah, they don't really mention it. It's you all Redemption Islands. Yeah, they didn't Redemption it. Island. Yeah. yeah, well, what? And I don't even think Redemption Island is actually an island. <laughs> <Ooh>. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They, they, they never show any water to where they, uh, where these, People that get voted out go to. So, you know, who knows where that yeah. is. And do you like Redemption Island? Yeah, what are your do, thoughts on that? I do. Originally, I didn't like the twist right. because, you know, I'm, I kind of feel like, uh, um, you know, I'm more old school survivor than, you know, kind of the, the new era survivor 2.0. But, you know, the more I've been watching it, I think it's great. And actually, you know, I think it'd be great to continue on. I think Survivor just signed up for two more seasons, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And, um, you know, it'd be great to see if they kind of continued this trend to, to keep it. I'm really getting into it. And, um, you know, I think it has another twist, which I like. Right. Well, let's get into last night's episode. And now we sort of started to see the downfall of the Zapatera tribe. Right. And in my, right. in, in my book, I'm saying Zapatera, more like Crapatera at this point. <laughs> it's, re- it's really gone from, uh, from sugar to something else. And uh, we're, we're not talking about the girl who's on Celebrity Rehab. Yeah, that's a different one. That's a different sugar. That went to something else. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's really gone downhill for them. And uh, how much of this do you put the blame on? I know Jeff is, you know, he can't wait to say it enough. I said it at the time. How bad of an idea was it to throw the challenge? And is this why things have gone to hell in a handbasket? Yeah, throwing a challenge is never a wise move on Survivor because, you know, it just gives the other tribe more momentum to keep going. And, you know, it creates more team unity on their end. And, you know, if anything, you know, I think it may have ripped Zapatera even further apart than where they were before. Now they're about to implode and it's, um, it's not a pretty scene. So, uh, never throw a challenge in, in Survivor. And, you know, I have a feeling that a lot of these, 
people on that tribe have, you know, they've probably only seen limited seasons coming up to here. So, yeah. you know, it's just a shame, but it's, you know, they can't blame anyone else but themselves. You know, I think at this stage in the game, they would benefit much more by having Russell around than not having him there. I mean, he's a huge competitor, whether you like how he plays the game or not, he definitely would have, uh, I think, been, been uh, uh, good for them to, to stay on. Well, let's not get carried away. I don't think it's... I love watching Russell, though. Oh, yeah. oh it's great TV. I love, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Russell, so to see him go so early was really, um, it was a big shock to me, actually. Yeah, let down. It was, um, yeah, a big yeah. A big letdown, uh, you know? I had a party. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but, the, I mean, the show definitely has been slower paced, at the Absolutely. very least, without You've him the last couple of weeks. definitely seen a significant difference right. but him gone. I don't think it's as simple as saying that they threw the challenge, and they got rid of Russell, and now this is why they're losing. Like, they could have just as easily... You know, because they won a challenge after that. They it's did. not like the momentum shifted once that happened, but it's like they now they have one less person to get rid of before the merge. Like they could have gotten rid of Russell last week, right. then they could have gotten Krista right. rid of Krista this week, and then you still have another person to throw to the fire before the merge in a worst right. case scenario. And it, you know, in last night's challenge, there was no beating Grant. Whether Russell was there or not, you weren't going to beat Grant right. in that challenge. Yeah. Right. To make a little bit of a yeah. baseball analogy, it was like they were up in the count 2-0, and then they just took a strike yeah. when they didn't have to. <laughs> and, right. <laughs> so I, I don't know if it's just as cut and dry as, oh, they threw a challenge, now that's, that's it. But they sort of like threw away one of their, uh, you know, expendable yeah, people. One of their freebies, right. And, you know, it gave, you know, the other tribe just momentum to keep going and you know they they were losing at first rob's tribe which surprisingly because when i originally matched up the two tribes at the get-go i thought rob's tribe would just dominate it looks but, strong. uh you know i almost that they looked really great and so i was really surprised that Zepatera went on you know uh, they had a couple wins there and uh, it's just um, you know, that's how, how they decided to play it. But, um, you know, it, it was a shame. But, you know, Russell's to blame, too. He went back to his old bag of tricks. Yes. You know, if he would have, uh, you know, actually did what he said he was going to do and, you know, work more as a, a tribe, I think uh, I think they could have been really strong going into the merge. And now it looks like they're in a, a downward spiral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Sash, I know you are watching this season very closely because uh, you are competing every week against our friend Gordon Holmes, correct? That's and, right. Uh, <laughs> and this that is, is for Xfinity.com, uh-huh. formerly right. FanCast. And tell right. us about what you do. You rank you rank everybody uh, and you go head-to-head against Gordon and you try to pick who's going to go home? Right. Gordon and I go head-to-head every week. Uh, we come out with our rankings the day before Survivor airs, so every Tuesday. And uh, right now, I'm well, since after the very first week, I've been ahead in Gordon the whole time. But, uh, you know, we'll see how things come out. But, you know, it's, it's really exciting. It's a little challenge each week. And, you know, it'd be cool if, uh, you know, other people who are reading it or listening to uh, this podcast you know, kind of join in and give us our feedback right. or give and, some feedback to us as well each week. And it's easy because Gordon Holmes is terrible at this, right? <laughs> he never gets it right. He's always like, you know. What you, does he get right? Yeah, like a, like a monkey throwing darts at the wall. That's how. 
I think last season he was uh, battling against Coach, and even that was a close battle. So. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I love Coach, but, you know, I don't think he's the best strategist in games I've ever seen. So. Yeah. You're probably right about that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe Gordon needs to look at the spoilers. Uh, maybe <laughs> or, or we can just help, them, yeah, help them out. Just, just peek at once yeah. at the beginning of the season. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen any of the spoilers this season. Are are they listed? Are they out? Are they even reliable? I have stay I've away heard from some them. reports that yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I stay away from them too. So. Yeah, for me, uh, it's it's kind of like uh, seeing scary movies. Like I don't look for them, but occasionally uh, I see them, and then I'm disturbed after the fact. Mm. Uh, that's <laughs> that's kind of what that's like, and. Um, I haven't heard anything uh, from what I hear that they have not been reliable this season. So I don't know. I heard the same rumor, yeah. but possibly because rumor, Russell but... didn't get that far this year. He doesn't know what happens. He doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, one of the things that I brought up you, uh, playing the, uh, power ranking game, because uh, I see a little controversy on Twitter between you and Fishback Uh-oh. in that you consistently yep. rank David Murphy near the top of your charts. And then Fishback yells and he gets mad and says, <laughs> why David Murphy? He, does not, he doesn't do anything. Why does everybody Every think week. he's running the game? Right. So maybe uh, tell us about your take on David Murphy and maybe maybe you're more in touch with what's happening because it's been year a couple of years now since Steven's there. Maybe he's lost lost touch. He lost his touch, right? So he's, he's lost his stuff, or maybe uh, you know. So tell us. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, well, first of all, if you would have asked me two days ago, it'd been a completely different response because after last night's episode, um, you know, it's hard to to put David at the top this next week, but. Uh, you know, he just has all the skills, you know, he's, uh, he doesn't seem like a physical force, which is, uh, you know, similar to my strategy going in where, you know, you don't have to win challenges, to make it through because you're not going to be, um, you know, targeted for being able to go on immunity run at the end. He's obviously very intelligent. Um, you know, all it would take for him to do is, you know, get to the final tribal council and he'd be able to blow anyone out of the water, I believe, just because yeah. of his background as, a, as an attorney, defense attorney. So I just feel like he has a lot of skills, but, you know, I think he played his hand too soon. Um, you know, he let people on to, you know, his, how, how smart he is. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think, I think that was his biggest mistake. What he should have done is just sat back, you know, just gone along with, with the tribe, not mm-hmm. let his cards out too soon, but um, didn't seem like that's the case. And, you know, he's, he's definitely going to be targeted based on the uh, previews for next week. So we'll have to see. Yeah, let me make an analogy to what this would have been like in your season. At the time when you guys were going to get rid of Marty, it would have been like, had you like really campaigned and made a big stink to everybody of like, because you wanted to keep Marty, right? Yeah, I wanted to keep Marty. And so, I mean, just like he wants to keep Stephanie around and he's, and to the point right. that he's really going after Sarita and he even voted for Sarita on yeah. top of everything. Like that's right. not a good way to go. Yeah. No. Um, you know, and that shows two things either. He's, you know, uh, I mean, that, that was either he's out of the loop, either the rest of his tribe was, was lying to him, mm-hmm. he's out of the loop, or he was just being defiant about mm-hmm. it. And, 
you know, it's going to come back to bite him, unfortunately, I think. But, you know, I, I my, my fingers crossed. I mean, coming into it, I thought he had all the skills to make a run for the end. But, um, you know, we'll see whose uh, theory prevails, Fishbox or, or mine. So, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe uh, uh, the Sandcast power ranking should be um, between uh, Sandcast, Xfinity, and, uh, and People.com. Yeah. We'll see. Interesting. Because he has a great blog in People.com every week. It's, it's one of my favorite blogs out there. With, with the exception of yours, Rob. Oh. Well, well thank, thank you very much. Sarah. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> well... With uh, David, you know, the thing about about Survivor and like what I was saying with uh, with Marty, it's like you can try to force what you want to happen up to a point. And then there's a point where right. you kind of have to like know when to fold them. Right. And right. at the point you realize that you're going to lose your political goodwill with the rest of the players by really forcing the issue – there comes a point where you have to let it go, and he did. He passed the point of where he should have let it go, mm-hmm. and he kept going to the point where now they he's got to be at one of the worst positions in the tribe. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You have to choose your battles, mm-hmm. and uh, you know this is a perfect example of that. Where you know at a certain point he should have just relinquished, um, but he didn't, and now you know he's he went from you know, one of the top guys on my list to, you know, possibly falling down to the bottom of, of his tribe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all he can hope for right now is that there's some type of a tribe switch up coming up soon to, to kind of shake things yeah. up a little bit. We'll uh, have to yeah. wait and, and see. And I think that ship has sailed. I think we're, he better be hoping for a merge more than a switch. Just merge, right? Yeah. Yeah. What day did you guys merge? Uh, we merged, I think it was day 20 or day 21. And w- what are they at now? Something like that. I remember last night, beginning of the episode, they mentioned day 14. Day 14. So they still have some time. So maybe they're on day 17 now, something like that. Yeah, I that. thought it was weird last night uh, on Redemption Island. We had the big battle between Matt and Krista. And then Krista lost. And then Jeff said, Krista, you've lasted a long time in this game. Like, really? We're 14? That's a long time in Survivor? <laughs> I don't Because uh, I'm pretty sure before her, there's, what, only two other – Three people. Maybe he just wanted to make her feel better. <laughs> he was just being nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Only three people at Ponderosa. So uh, we had the big Redemption Island battle. And unfortunately, uh, Krista, well, or fortunately, if you didn't like her, yeah. uh, she loses to Matt in sort of like they right. really love that uh, labyrinth game on. Put the balls in yeah, the Yeah. If you're a prospective survivor, get that app on your iPhone of playing, putting the metal ball through the maze. Because they. Right. They, you have that one. <laughs> I, it's boring. I don't like it. But if I was going to go on Survivor, I think I would just play that nonstop. Uh, <laughs> so she ends up blowing it. Uh-huh. Matt, Matt wins. And then we have sort of like an interesting moment there where she we're, got. We have a moment, yeah. Yeah. So Krista right. got her Bible luxury item. Uh huh. And uh, her pink she, Bible. Yeah, she ends up paying it forward to Matt. Yes, and Andrea did not like that. Okay, well, well, let's take it one one step at a time, and we'll talk about Andrea in a second. I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. Yeah, uh, what what did you think of that moment between the two of them? Uh, I thought it was touching. I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I I don't think I can say anything else about it. You know, it, it was beautiful. I mean, 
Yeah, it was it was a beautiful moment in Survivor history <laughs> and and Earth history. Yes. Uh, so, I actually think the Bible um, would actually be pretty good because uh, on Redemption Island, I would think you'd be pretty bored. Yeah, like I would take do. I would take yeah, I mean, the phone book as a luxury item to Redemption <laughs> Island. I just sit yeah, there and read you know, it all day. You, you have to bring something thick with you because you know if you're on Redemption Island for thirty plus days, you gotta you gotta find something. So, I mean, I guess that would make sense. I'd I probably I, I don't know what I would choose as a as a book to go out yeah. there, but um, you know, and during our season, we never got our our luxury. What item. was your luxury so, item? Um, I originally wanted to bring a frisbee uh, because um, I thought it could be used with a lot of things. I thought I could dig in the sand with it as a tool. Uh-huh. My frisbee is actually glow in the dark, oh. so I could use it as, as a nightlight. I thought I could put on top of like a uh, a shelter to avoid the the rain. You could kind of use it on your face <laughs> at night. Like, it has all these like so it's like this. a Swiss Army knife of of luxury items. <laughs> but it was turned down because uh, because frisbee is a um, it's like a brand. A, uh, yeah, brand. So I just brought a um, what did I bring. I brought a uh, like a journal, something like that. So, yeah, but you brought the magic eight ball, and that's but, a brand. Uh, they might so have long ago. They might have had different rules then. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> uh, is that back when uh, they were allowing Jeff to wear sunglasses and people wear hats and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> no, they don't let Jeff wear sunglasses anymore. <laughs> I, I remember watching, uh, you know, some some of the original seasons again earlier last year, and Jeff's wearing like Oakleys. Yeah, and, he, he did. You know, all this kind of stuff, and it was like, why? Well, I don't remember that. <laughs> I, is that by choice? I thought it was by choice uh, that I can't imagine that they say to him, Jeff, you're not allowed to wear sunglasses anymore. I mean, he makes the rules for the most part, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the now, I actually had sunglasses on Survivor the Amazon. That's how long ago it was. You did? Yeah, they, oh, they, they right. let us have sunglasses. Yeah. It was, a, it, was, uh, it was wild. Well, you had a bag full of clothes. Like, you had your rain gear... I had some stuff. They used to give you some socks. stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, wait, people hate it when they have stuff." <laughs> like, like anybody at home is like, "Yeah, they shouldn't have a, they shouldn't have a uh, long sleeve shirt. That's yeah. that's BS." That's a little crap. As, as they're eating McDonald's on their couch. Yeah, they shouldn't. They shouldn't have pants. <laughs> F that. This show is. <laughs> you know what they need? Pink panties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need people in their underwear. Uh, I, I remember uh, uh, Purple Kelly from my season. Um, she was it. I think on the third day, you know, she had come into the game with just a sundress, and she had probably at least eighty mosquito bites on her by the third day. Oh wow! You know, it's 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 rough out there. You know, and these HD cameras don't pick up a lot of the you know bug bites and other kind of bruises and scars you have going out there. Yeah, so well, they, they didn't really cool. pick up Purple Kelly either. <laughs> right. Sometimes they don't pick that uh, up. Either. That was uh, <laughs> It's a, I, uh, I could say whatever I want about uh, Purple Kelly and Naoka. I know those that was your alliance, but they they quit, and uh, I think I'm, you're allowed yeah. to say whatever you want. Now. Yeah, what do you think about the whole but, quitting thing? Well, so let me say this. First of all, if they would have given us blankets, pillows, sun chairs, um, a box full of tools on the first day, Naoka and Purple Kelly would not have quit. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know if those luxury items were brought in because of what transpired during my season. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that's, that's completely unfair. I mean, it makes survivor look like a cakewalk. I almost feel bad for those guys. 
in this season because it makes it seem like they're, you know, they're having spa days, laying out on the beach with, you know, these great, you know, blankets and yeah. pillows and everything else. I mean, it seems like it's a cakewalk. And they're getting so, a lot of food. Um, yeah. But with the rewards? <laughs> I, yeah, it's like all food. Yeah, the, the food looked great. And, of course, you have Philip, who's, uh, you know, with his spear, catching all the crabs. So. <laughs> oh, well, let's get to Philip in a minute. Let's let's finish up this Redemption Island uh, yeah. stuff. So, as okay. Nicole referenced earlier, the big moment happened with the, with the Bible pass. And then, all of a sudden, Andrea catches wind of this. She uh-huh. sees the, the Bible go from uh, Krista to Matt, and she right. was not having that. Like the jealous ex-girlfriends. Right. Yes, and, and let me right. just tell you that this is this true story. Uh, there was a Nicole went through my stuff recently, and she found the Bible that some other girl gave me. Pissed. I was mad because it had a pink binder. Yikes. Yes. It's like whose whose Bible is this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's just she's just a friend. This was her luxury item. She gave it to me. I I, I didn't have mine. She's like, wait, but was her name in the Bible? Did, was well, her like, name was um, Mary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I mean, could it be from like an old CCD class or something like yeah. that? Or uh, I don't know. I'm not um, buying that. You know, old, old Bible. Well, that's, you know, that's, you know, if <laughs> you find your your man with another woman's Bible, that should that's that's, it. That's it. It's worse than the f bomb. Yeah, Yikes. I saw an episode of Cheaters Yikes. like that. They said we have some upsetting yeah. news. Uh, those people really read the Bible. He he has he's gotten another woman's Bible. Yeah, it's terrible. But that's what he named his wiener. Yes, and if you want, they're I, they're together right now on Redemption Island. And if you want to the confront them, yes. Uh, so Andrea says she, he's out. He's out of the alliance. He's done. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it took. Yeah. Hell hath just a quick Bible pass, and <laughs> now he's done. If he comes back into the game, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna encounter a big problem with with Andrea for for cheating on her and everything else that comes along with it. And somehow he still thinks that he and Rob are are still good buddies, which I just don't get. Yes, you know, I mean, Matt's talking to him from the sideline, and um, you know, I mean, does this guy not get that everyone voted him out before? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, Matt wants to come so, back into the game, and now he and he even wants to get back with Boston Rob. He said last together. week. I'm watching this show. I don't see anybody else that has a chance to beat Boston Rob at this point. Like I thought, Boston Rob was going to do well this season. But now not this it's well. it's at the point. Give me the name of the person that can that's going to beat Boston Rob. Mm-hmm. Like let's just write the check out right now. because yeah. there's I see no way that he's losing. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't get the votes in the end, but I see absolutely no way that he doesn't. Like when it was like seven to six or eight to six, Zapatera advantage. Like oh, maybe he'll get picked off at the merge, but now it's six six. Yeah. Tell me the scenario where he doesn't get to the end. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I think come the merge, um, he's going to be targeted. I, I think he's going to be. Uh, on the chopping block day one after the merge. I mean, of course he's, you know, he's great for, for the tribe right now, but come the merge, um, he's gonna, he's gonna have a big target on his back. But he has um, the idol. You know, yeah. He, he has the, the idol, but, um, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. And I think, uh, I, I didn't, I think he has two, call the mountain to climb to make it to the final tribal yeah. council whether it's two or three people and with yeah. the way they're going right now he's probably going to go into the merge up in numbers 
Yeah, but all they need is to get Philip right. to flip, go with the other tribe. Yeah, I really think Philip's gonna gonna turn on him. But I mean, he Rob has the idol, and even let's say hypothetically they get they get Rob. Is there any chance he's gonna lose on Redemption Island? No way. <laughs> he's gonna be back. I don't so think he's, that's the issue. He's right? got two shots at this. I don't, he's not as good in the challenge as he used to be. He's as like, from last year. Right. I. I well, last year he wasn't that good either. <laughs> he was he was great on Heroes versus Villains. Yeah, he wasn't that good. I mean, if they come down to individual immu- individual immunity challenges, who's beating him? Grant's be- Grant's beating him, but he's on his al- his alliance. Well, if there's um, right. well a puzzle, he's gonna win. If there's any kind of trivia, right. he's out. I I guess so. I mean, Rob's not. It depends what trivia it is. Like, uh, I mean, he's not dumb. He's not gonna win every single challenge. <laughs> He might. He's not. He could. He's, he won't. It's possible. Uh, I don't know. I think he would win the challenges at Redemption Island. I think you're, you're mertzing this Boston Rob thing. I'm not, mer- I'm not mertzing it, but I do have – look, uh, I have, you know, lots, lots of reasons to not be in love with Boston uh-huh. Rob. And I'm not, but uh-huh. I'm just being as, as objective as I can. Right. Um, right. I don't see any way how he's not going to get to the end. Yeah. Sash, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I hear I, what I just think he has an uphill climb. I think it's going to be too tough. Yeah. I hear what you guys are saying that there's a lot of space in between day fourteen and day thirty nine, and, and I get it. You guys are both mm. sort of saying, well, you know, a lot of there's a lot of survivor left to play. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. But I just feel like I don't see it. Yeah, it's like yeah, anything could happen. Like uh, you know, I could go down to to the mailbox and there's a you know a fifty thousand dollar check in there that could happen. I'm not counting <laughs> but it's on not it. Gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. But don't you think there's a possibility of both Philip and Andrea, Andrea, <laughs> as Philip calls her, um, possibly Flipping? switching alliances Absolutely. and and going to Zapatera? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's possible, but. I could just as easily see uh, Rob convert, getting David to switch over That's to him. That's true. That's true. Like, it's mm-hmm. if you are a Boston Rob hater, uh-huh. it's not a good time right now. No, that he's <laughs> That's true. he's. I'll give you that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm trying to be objective as as possible. I don't see the evidence where Boston Rob is going to get a demise, and I don't. If there was like two or three other players that are in the field right now that are uh-huh. like, oh man, that is that guy is good. I mean, uh, I know Sash right. loves David Murphy, uh-huh. but I'm not seeing that player out there that I think can go the distance and be that superstar right. player. Right. And I thought the closest, the person who I thought had it the most, I thought was Christina, mm-hmm. and Rob got was got rid of her. I do, I like Andrea. I think that there's a chance that Mike or Steve could have that in them, but I'm not really getting my hope. Like Steve, uh, he's he was kind such a letdown. He was such a baby last yeah. night talking about right. Stephanie. Like she voted for you. That's how yeah, Survivor yeah. works. You get. People vote for you. And Mike on paper sounds good, but I don't know. I don't. I'm not getting like a great yeah. Survivor player vibes. I'm a from little Mike. disappointed in Mike. I thought he was going to be a really good player, and you really haven't seen anything. I mean, it's it's just easy to say. Oh well, let's not give it to Boston Rob just yet. There's 11 other people, but then when you go down the list and look at the names, right. like <laughs> I mean, look in Boston Rob's tribe: Philip, no, uh-huh. Grant, 
Okay. He could now Grant could be sitting next to Boston Rob. Boston Rob could get them to the end, and the votes could go to Grant. But uh-huh. Grant isn't the kind of player I feel that's going to out. He's not going to out mastermind Boston Rob. Right. Uh, the right. Ashley, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalie, no. Uh, Andrea, I I put a, a I have a glimmer of hope of Andrea, and she was maybe. my preseason pick. Yeah, right. I have a little bit of hope for her. A little bit of hope mm-hmm. for her. And then, uh, I mean, maybe you say, does Matt come back from Redemption Island and he has a chance? But he doesn't right. have, like, the heart of a killer to be able to pull this off. Yeah. But I, I mean, mean, and you don't necessarily need that. I don't know if Fabio had that, but it helps. <laughs> right. But, Sash, did you really right. think that you it were going to be sitting next to Fabio? No. So there you I go. Didn't. I guess so. Uh, so, you know, and if Matt were to somehow meander his way to the end, then I think that's a slam dunk win for him. But for him to go up on these challenges every week and beat everyone else out there, it's, you know, that's going to be really tough too. Well, yeah. so, let me just go, uh, bring yeah. up the Zapatera tribe. So then at the end of the season, when Boston Rob doesn't win, then I could look really stupid when yes. one of these people who I'm saying has no <laughs> chance wins. Uh, okay. So Mike, I have a, a glimmer of hope, uh-huh. but I just don't know if the right. – if the mental game is there, like he seems just like awfully, awfully quiet. If he's doing anything, like we're not seeing it. They're not really showing a lot of right. strategy talk. Yeah, Steve is a baby. Oh, right. uh, and then you have uh, Sarita, who's who's just taking tree branches and just and just shoving <laughs> them into her into her teeth. I feel like she's the new Jerry. What is, what, is she like a cutter? Why would you, why is she she's doing this? Cutter. <laughs> and, uh, Ralph, uh, like early on in the season, I thought there was a chance. Ralph's but gonna not, win this. Uh, I don't know. I I kind of yeah. if I had to pick one of those guys, I might pick Ralph. Yeah. Uh, David, I feel like he's he's compromised at this point. Yeah. Right. And it seems like you know he can't play well with others. Right. A little uptight. And Julie, uh, yeah. she's not gonna win. No. no. I forgot she was there. So who's so if if I don't get Boston Rob, who's my top three? Andrea, Ralph, and Mike. Maybe Grant. Grant. Yeah, Grant. Grant. I just think that I I think right now Grant has probably won the best shot. To, I, I agree. Taking let, all the way to the end. Let me tell you who because, Grant is. You know, um, Ashley and and Natalie. I think love uh, love Grant just as much as they yeah. do Boston here's, Rob. So. Here's Grant. Grant is Big Tom on Survivor All Stars. That big Tom, right. that Boston Rob meets yeah. up. He's in the in the first tribe with um with Boston Rob and uh, Big Tom. He gets very mad that Boston Rob says to him, uh, "Tom, you're gonna be my mule. I'm gonna ride you all the way to the end." And then he screws him. And then when it gets down right. to the final five, then Grant's gonna get screwed by Boston Rob because he wants to go. He wants to sit there with. Two girls who didn't really do anything, right. uh-huh. just like on right. Survivor All Stars, and it's the same exact thing is gonna is gonna happen again. Philip is Rupert, <laughs> Grant is big Grant's Big Tom, uh-huh. and, and Grant is gonna be the guy who's the most loyal to Boston Rob the whole way, and he's gonna be the guy who goes first. Yeah, out of the when they get right. down to the final four or five, oh, for sure. Yeah. So you heard it here first. I, it, it already this already happened seven years ago. Mm, history will repeat itself. History, nobody ever is like, oh, heroes versus villains. No, nobody, re- nobody remembers Survivor Eight. Yeah, we try to forget. He's doing. He's gonna do it again. <laughs> yeah. Except, th- except this time he's not gonna be married to somebody in the final two, and he can really go off on them. Well, you know, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, 
<laughs> I guess I guess you never know. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Sash. I went on a little bit of a tangent there. He does that sometimes. I love got it. A little, got a little worked up. Uh, yeah. You know what I think is weird on Redemption Island? What's up? It seems like every week Jeff seems to work the catchphrase "seize the moment" into uh, the Redemption Island. Like Matt, you really seize the moment. Yes. Is that is that really right. seizing the moment? Well, did you read any of his interviews um, before the show aired? Like, he apparently sang that Eminem song, to, or I'm sorry, he rapped it to them. Really? And that's where he's getting it I from. I heard that too. Yeah. What, what was the uh, show that Jeff did that, like, that was the um, the show he produced? Live for the moment. Live for the moment. Yeah. This is seize the moment. Yeah. This could be like the spinoff to Survivor. <laughs> you really seize the moment. Yeah. It's weird. It's just weird that that's a redemption. Like that's never really been uttered at any point. Like it's not like he always says that when somebody wins individual immunity. Yeah. It's just only on Redemption yeah, Island you seize the moment. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm. Sure. Good observation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in Zapatera. Okay. First of all, uh, did you agree with the decision for them to keep uh, Sarita over Stephanie this week? You know, if I was there, I'm sure I would have done the same thing, but I really like Stephanie. Yeah. I want, you know, from a fan standpoint, um, you know, I wanted to see her, you know, mix up the game a little bit more, cause a little bit of trouble. I mean, you know, she's she's so much fun to watch. So from a fan standpoint, I really wish she stayed in the game. But if I was out there, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. So it just makes sense. I mean, you know, uh, this is a game about, you know, loyalty and building trust with people and, um, you know, uh, even if Sarita, you know, can't talk, walk, anything, it's, mm. you know, you'd rather have someone who's loyal to you than someone yeah. who has possibility of flipping later on. I feel like people were, I went on Twitter afterwards and people were like, oh my God, the survivors are so stupid. Like people seem <laughs> like the majority of people seem to feel like they made the wrong decision mm-hmm. and they should have kept Stephanie. Is this because Stephanie was more of a favorite to than Sarita was? Sarita was kind of a snoozer. Like, at least uh, Stephanie had some spunk. Like, she made it exciting. Now I think it's going to be really boring. You didn't like it when Sarita was putting the, the tree branches in her she mouth? She was cutting herself? <laughs> <laughs> when she was uh, abusing her gums with, uh-huh. with a, a stick, and even Ralph said that was a stupid idea? And if Ralph's saying you're stupid, you're really stupid. Yeah, if, yeah if, for real. If Ralph is questioning your dental hygiene practices... Yes. <laughs> yeah. If he's What's questioning wrong, your yeah. intelligence, there's something wrong. <laughs> Probably not a good, not a good idea. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a great moment. Last <laughs> they seize the moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was yeah. That was weird. Uh, and then I really felt like Steve was such was such a baby talking he really about. Was. And he was such a baby in the in the opening when yeah. Stephanie was right. talking. He's like, well, why did why did you vote for me? Like, I, I don't I, understand. I thought he was going to start to cry. I think yeah. he did see a tear fall. And then she, like, apologized to him, and he's like, you know, I don't know if this is, if the, if you're just saying this for the game, <laughs> or if you're being, it. or if you're being really sincere. Guess what? If you're on Survivor, and somebody is saying something to you, and you don't know if they're being sincere, or they're just playing the game, uh-huh. they're just playing the game. <laughs> Sash, is that... Especially if they put your name down yeah. the night before. <laughs> and they're on, and the next person to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they're literally like have their bags packed and they're like apologizing for voting for you, like they don't mean it. 
They just want to stay. Yeah. They want a million dollars. Yeah, you know, and just like you said, I had such high hopes for Steve. On paper, he looked great. Yeah, he did. You know, pregame, um, just like Mike. And, you know, what's up with those two? I thought they'd be, you know, moving full steam ahead and they're just kind of duds at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of duds, you won't hear anything about duds right now because this is the part of the show where we talk about Philip. Oh, and nice. and we love Philip. We need Philip music. Yeah, it was Philip is great. Who is the most Philip-like person on Survivor Nicaragua? Did you guys have any? Who is the closest to Philip? Oh man, was it In our season? I was it J- Jane because she was wacky, but but you don't like her, right? Uh, Jane is the only person who I don't like for my my. It season. seems like across the board, um, no one likes her. Yeah, uh, she, she she was very. Fr- she, she doesn't have a lot of friends oh. in the show. Yeah, she was nice to us in person. I have to say. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, you know, and I can see from a fan's perspective, you know, why everyone liked her. You know, she had a great edit on, on the show. I thought, but uh, you know, from from the actual people on, on my cast, um, I don't think she made a lot of friends. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's, getting back to your question though, with Philip, I. I don't know, you know. I maybe maybe he's kind of a little like a Jimmy T, um, but ooh, that was good. Yeah, uh, you know, really, you know, he's whenever I think of Philip, I think of Coach. <laughs> That's good. Don't we all? <laughs> and not Coach Jimmy Johnson, <laughs> the coach that sucks. <laughs> yeah, the, the coach meaning Jimmy Johnson exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Philip had a sort of a wild night, and. He starts off, and Philip really, uh, he and the girls do not see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Ashley, right. uh-huh. and we've got Natalie. Yes. And to me, they they feel to me sort of like, they're like the Muppet Babies version of Jenna and Heidi. Yes, they it's are. It's like, even though Jenna was only 21 when we played Survivor the Amazon, uh-huh. uh, right. th- this is like, I feel like that they're even like the prequel to that uh-huh. they seem somehow even right. younger than that yes well they are well they are yeah. <laughs> and they are <laughs> and so they really they're not even on survivor they're just sort of like they're on getting a, a suntan they're on a camping trip yeah. they don't have any idea they just do what boston rob like if boston rob wasn't there to tell them what to do they just they would just probably like wander off into the ocean and drown. <laughs> drown. <laughs> it's like having puppies there yeah and boston rob takes care which, of them which is why they're doing so well right uh-huh. now <laughs> So they, right? they just do what Boston Rob says, and they hate Philip. Yes, and they hate Philip because he has a, a saggy underwear. Well, understandably so. Yes, and because saggy fuchsia, yeah. and he doesn't ask them to do things nicely. Yes. So I love Philip. Mm-hmm. I think, but you're not on an island with him. I'm not on an island. I think if, even if I was on an you island with him, love, I would. You would still love him. Yeah, I would see the. Uh, fun of philip you would totally egg him on i would i would get if if i was on the island with philip philip would be twice as fun yes <laughs> i would ask him all sorts of questions and and have him do all sorts of things uh-huh. uh so now meanwhile philip is like breaking his back getting all this firewood and nicole what is what is this that the women are doing uh they're grooming themselves yes which is kind of gross it seemed a little dangerous what, and it did they have this dirty scissor that they're picking hairs out they've of. They've got a yeah, they've got a scissor and they're really working on each other's armpits. I, where are they getting the scissor from? Yeah. Well, I think it was in the tool it was in the toolkit. Oh, okay. But <laughs> have they learned nothing? Did they not see what happened to Russell? Well, it's on the other tribe. Yes. That 
it's that's you know leave these armpit hairs alone everybody yeah. when you're on survivor <laughs> just leave it alone just and, go natural i mean come on i mean isn't i mean don't women get that stuff lasered nowadays you would I think mean, we know russell you know, did well, I mean, come on. You know you're going to be out there for two months. Yeah, you can get a good Groupon, no $99 for you know? laser hair removal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good Groupon. That's, well, that's pretty good. Maybe I, maybe I might do that. Okay. <laughs> maybe. I'm taking away your Groupon. Who knows? Uh, so Philip is upset about that, but I thought that Boston Rob, uh, you know, to get back on the Boston Rob bandwagon for a moment, uh, I thought he really handled this situation very well. He Now, he says he's like he Arafat. I didn't know that Boston Rob was yeah. so versed in Middle East politics. I don't think he really knows who Arafat is. You know, I'm like Arafat yeah. right now. I'm yeah. like in the PLO. Yeah. I'm the go- <laughs> Maybe could we possibly send Boston Rob to the Gaza Strip? And could he work things out between the Israelis and the Palestinians? I think that he might, yeah. Hey, Israelis, Palestinians, <laughs> want to talk to you guys. <laughs> no immunity idols over there. Yeah, no well, he doesn't really know what to do with the immunity idol. Anyway. There's no immunity. I I was here on the Amazing Race, so I have a good familiar. <laughs> uh, so uh, he actually works this out, and he actually reveals to us that he wants Natalie and Ashley to do nothing. Yes, because then he wants to right. keep them up uh, for, to, at the end of the game, and then he could say that they, they did, did nothing. nothing. They did nothing. Right. Yeah. Great strategy. Well, it doesn't. It unfortunately that doesn't always work for him. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not learned? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work for them. Uh, but it's it's on paper. It's a good strategy, yes. and and he comes away from that with Philip feeling like there uh, he's on his side, and the girls feeling like right. he's on his side. For now, Philip feels that way. Perfect. Well, yeah. It's it's not his first rodeo. Yeah. So everything's good for Boston Rob until they and they win the the challenge. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Basically, it's like lacrosse. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. It, you know, this is a dangerous challenge. In Survivor Token Teens, they had this challenge, and JT lost a tooth, and now in now right. this season they have this challenge, and Grant lost his shirt. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> it's very. This is a very dangerous. People are getting hurt and. And clothes are being ruined. Yes. I hope they play this again next week. And Grant uh, loses his, <laughs> his pants. Oh, Nicole. <laughs> what would they do Yikes. on Survivor if somebody's uh, pants got ru- ruined? Well, like, apparently they you... have a sewing kit, and uh, Grant was able to sew his shirt back together. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That no, it's good. not. <laughs> <laughs> don't, be, don't be pervy, they, uh, Oh, it's okay for you to be pervy. They censored... <laughs> They censored my my junk uh, first episode <laughs> of last season. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I'm my, sorry, uh, I had yellow I had committed they, that they to memory. Couple, uh, blurred out spots. I think that was the best quote of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they, so they blurred your junk. Was the uh, were were you flattered with with the blurring? I think that I would. I, I think yeah, yeah. I think that's a compliment. Was it a big blur? You know, when, yeah. When you have some blurage going on, that's that's a big compliment. Yeah, because yeah. I think that they have to blur more than just the direct area. So I think you get some some bonus ah, coverage in the blurring. Yeah. It's not like uh, Boron. Yes. With the, uh... I'm going to have to go back and watch this, Sash. <laughs> oh, please don't get – please don't set Nicole off. Uh, Sorry, Rob. 
<laughs> so anyway, so after the challenge, they go on this picnic uh-huh. and uh, they get to eat under a uh, giant statue of Jesus. It's almost like a Bob's Big Boy. It's like they're on they, Redemption they're... Island with the Bible. <laughs> yes. It's, it's just like a, eat under the giant Jesus statue. And uh, they're having this picnic and nobody ever is looking for the clue except for Boston Rob. How no is this possible? Nayanka Na- would have thrown over all of the dishes. Danielle DiLorenzo would have thrown down. Yeah. Uh, Ru- right. I mean, Russell would have thrown all the food on the floor, but these people, they don't really, they're not really so interested in immunity. I don't think clues. they're really playing Survivor. Like, I, th- I think right, and- Boston Rob is the only one playing, and that's why he looks so good. <laughs> Was this fix that they gave Boston Rob the tribe where nobody really knows what's going on? <laughs> is that what they- Was the fix in from the get-go? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> But um, so they yeah, and you know I mean and how did the camera get such a good shot of that of the um, of, of the clue? Well, I they, feel like there were probably three cameras you <laughs> oh, know, yeah. zooming right up on it. It's and, giving it away. You know, only Boss and Rob sees it. Come on, yeah, that's a good that's a good thing. Yeah. If uh, for future Survivor players, when you go on the reward, uh, watch what the camera people are filming because they, <laughs> they're filming the clue right. and making you look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're uh, walking around camp collecting rocks. Yes, and if they keep filming a rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, when all of a sudden you walk over a branch and you see three camera guys run up and zoom on the branch, <laughs> chances are there's something different. That's a good point. <laughs> see, this is why Sash is good. Yeah. Uh, so they find that clue, and then they go to read it, and then along comes Philip, mm-hmm. busted. Yes. And he's able, and Philip is devastated over this. Yes. And, and this really sets sets up a, a really great moment uh-huh. where Philip finds out. We we learn from Philip. He goes back and forth every week and every single episode. Right. It's like uh, Philip and Boston Rob are like the Ronnie and Sammy sweetheart mm-hmm. of. <laughs> and they, every single episode, they're in an alliance and they then fight, and then not in an alliance. And then they have sex. Yes. So it's Philip was like even the last week he was talking to Andrea about how he wanted to vote out Boston Rob. Right. It turns out in this episode he's in an alliance with Boston Robin and Grant, uh-huh. and that alliance I don't know if they know this is called Stealth R Us. Yes, and they all have much like the Jersey Shore they all have nicknames. Right. So Philip is the specialist, obviously. Boston Rob is the mentalist. Uh-huh. Uh, which I thought somebody else was the mentalist. I, yeah, I, I think that, that for some reason I feel like that name's taken. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, Grant is the assassin, uh-huh. and they are Stealth R Us. Yes. Now I feel like Stealth R Us seems like sort of like a bizarre thing to uh, you know to base your secret group alliance uh-huh. on you know uh, a place where you go to buy action figures. Yes. But, uh, Sash, what do you think of this? What do you think of Stealth R Us? <laughs> it's, uh, it's an amazing trio. Yeah. Did you guys have you any know? good yeah. alliance names in Survivor Nicaragua? Any nicknames? No. No, none of my uh, tribe mates were, were that cool to come up with. I'm sure you got a few for Jane, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, no, no secret stealth uh, alliance names. No, we we weren't that that. Cool. Now, what is so, Philip the specialist of? Uh, of of the question mark. The, ooh. <laughs> of the question mark. <laughs> I mean, they still have the question mark. 
on his name or after his, his title? <laughs> Are they still showing that? Do you know? No? I'm not. I'm I not sure. It, we yeah. haven't been looking for it. The Mentalist and the Assassin. But then, so then, that, now that alliance is out the window, and Philip says, oh. uh, "Hell hath no fury like a lion or a gorilla that is made to feel defensive." Right, I, well, I didn't write down the last part. Hell hath no fury like a lion or a gorilla that uh, is is upset. Yeah. Is forced to defend himself. Is that what he said? Yeah, something. Something like that. Like that. Yeah. Uh, and, th- and then <laughs> we actually got the lion and gorilla sound effects. <laughs> uh, I, but I do feel like Philip should have. That was pretty amazing. Should have picked one or the other. I don't think you could say hell hath no fury like right. a lion or a gorilla. Right. Be the lion or the gorilla, Philip. It's too confusing. <laughs> Own yourself. Yeah. If you want to be coach, coach is the dragon slayer. Coach doesn't say things like. That's right. Like uh, I am, well, I, guess- I am the dragon slayer or ninja, and when I'm af- upset, you yeah, maybe it's like his his uh, du- uh, two personalities, you know, where he's so wishy washy. He's the yin and the yang. He's the mm. sure we can call mm. it that. He's <laughs> in an alliance with Boston Rob, and he's trying to vote out Boston right. Rob. Exactly, he's right. both things. <laughs> yeah. So so he's like Two Face. Two-Face. Or just nuts. Right. Yeah. So is the gorilla or the lion in the alliance with Boston Rob? I think the gorilla is in the alliance with Boston Rob. And the Rob. lion is trying to vote out Boston yes. Rob. Yes, yes. There you yeah. go. I think Philip just wants in on the action. He yeah. wants for the for one time just to be in with the majority of the vote, voting the same way right. as the tribe is voting. Uh-huh. I guess he did with Christina. Yeah. But that was, that was really a one way or the other sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Philip's kind of like a woman. He I, just... I, I really think he just he just wants some love. Exactly. I mean, that's really what he wants. You know, I don't even think he cares how far he makes it. As long as he gets, like, some friends from the show, he'll be happy. He just wants to feel appreciated <laughs> and loved. And... Well, I will be Philip's friend after the show. Yes. I would love to be. I will be. Too. Yeah, that, that would be good. <laughs> I can't wait to have Philip over for drinks. Uh, <laughs> that's good. I hear he's a big roller skater. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> a big roller skater? Where did you hear that? <laughs> so I... I I heard a rumor that's actually um, uh, he he was like spotted roller skating and that's like his claim. Like by TMZ. I guess he was like like he. (laughs) Or that's how they found him to put him on Survivor. (laughs) That's how Lindsay found him. I I I don't. All I've heard is that he's an amazing roller skater and he does it backwards. And uh, someone discovered him. I, I don't know if it was for Survivor, the FBI, Quantico. <laughs> Quantico. Uh, somehow it <laughs> somehow it uh, enabled him to to be the man he is today. Yeah. So ask him when you uh, when he gets on your show. Okay, we, we will. Uh, I know we have some questions that from the fans that we wanted to ask. Sash. Mm-hmm. Nicole, did you have anything else from this episode that we didn't get to? I think we covered just about everything. All of the uh, it was kind of a snoozer. A little bit, a yeah. little, a little bit. Yeah. Missing something. Bad day. Yeah. Is there right? Yeah. yeah. Sash, did you have anything else from this episode that jumped out at you? No. Um, you know, I was I was really surprised by by David. Um, you know, and, and the stunt that he tried to pull there at the end. But uh, you know, aside from that, it was just kind of a whatever episode. It's it's forgettable so we'll see what happens next yeah we'll we'll see what happens next and speaking of what happens next i thought it was one of the more bizarre uh previews now i know if some people they don't like to know anything about the previews so maybe skip ahead about two minutes or so in the podcast but 
I thought that the preview for next week, now it wasn't more bizarre than the preview in Survivor Nicaragua where they said, next week we're going to execute the survivors. <laughs> and right. I was like, what? And, and it was like a joke. It wasn't even anything that actually right. happened that in the episode. That wasn't really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, Yet that was one of the most exciting moments of our whole season was... <laughs> Was the preview, and so next, but next week's preview, they make it seem like it's like a psychological thriller. It was, it's right. like next time on Survivor, like they say, the hardest part of the game is mental, and it's like everybody is like, it's like really like quick cuts, and like everybody's like losing their mind. Yeah, it it was intense. Yeah, that that preview and the one when our uh, camp burned down were. The two of the, the highlights of our season that weren't even part of the season, they were just highlights. Yeah, totally. The, the previews. Yeah, the camp thing burning down. They really, uh, they really hyped that like it was going to be a, a disaster. You know, where where the Red Cross might have to get involved. And on the episode, right. it worked out to be like about a like, like yeah, there's a fire. Oh yeah, okay. part of our part of our tarp burned down, and and some of the rice got right. on fire. Yeah, real CTs on that one. Yeah, you Nicole, you wanted to see the survivors suffer. I do. <laughs> you wanted, you were waiting for that. Yeah, I wanted to see the drama. Yeah. Sash, were you disappointed that the camp didn't burn down more, like Nicole? Um, you know, I at that point, I was so in the zone that uh, it probably would have been, I would have been fine if the whole camp burned down, because I know some people would be hurting much more than, than I Why was. didn't you so, burn the you camp know, down? At, at that point, I was just like, whatever. You could have Russell <laughs> Yeah, you it. saw Russell. Why didn't you just burn the camp down? <laughs> uh, just I should have just been Jane Fox, and then I would have been fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, did, did you? Uh, did it bother you when you found out that Jane was like eating the fish? Uh, what, what do you got going on there? Is that poker chips I keep hearing in the background? Uh, <laughs> um, no, just uh, just some some orange juice. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> what kind of orange juice are you drinking? <laughs> I just got this new coffee table, so I've uh, I'm just set up with all kinds of great, great. Uh, right? Do you hear that, Nicole? Liquids. While I'm talking with you yeah. guys, Does, are you making the orange? Are juice? you squeezing it yourself? <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So uh, these are the questions from the listeners of the Rob has a podcast fan page on yes. Facebook. Uh, you can go on there and uh, you know submit your questions. We do it every week. Uh, Sash, I think we actually broke a record for the most questions that we've ever gotten for you. So congratulations. You get the award. Awesome. People want to hear what the situation has to say. They did. <laughs> All right. Bring it on. Do you like that nickname he gave you? What? Do you like that nickname he gave you, the situation? The situation. I think that's. Awesome. I don't think I even made that. Did yeah. I make that up? It'll, it'll live with me forever. <laughs> I didn't make that up, did I? I don't know, Sash. Did you, did he make it up? Um, I don't know who made it up, but it had a nice ring to it. So, <laughs> well, let's uh, claim it. <laughs> sure, we're claiming it. All right. So <laughs> Stephen Callahan says, uh, "Hey, Robin Nicole, please ask Sash." Whatever. Uh, <laughs> since he is the biggest bachelor in New York, is he going to be the new bachelor? Uh, so it's a two-part question. Yes. So are you going to be the new bachelor? Um, no, I'm not. I'm actually uh, uh, very happily in a relationship with uh, a great girl right now who uh, I just asked two weeks ago to move in. With Whoa, me oh, it's a big snap. Let's City. talk about this. So, back, back up. Yeah. Big mi- so, <laughs> Slow it down. But, uh, yeah. I, you know, when I was on, on the show, I was the biggest bachelor in New York, but... Uh, 
you know, you know how these things are when you come back. Mm-hmm. And, okay. so, uh, so life happens again, and I met a really great girl, and we've been dating ever since. All right, so, so things are going really well. So, in this hypothetical question, let's pretend you are going to be the next Bachelor. Uh-huh. And now we've got a ch- <laughs> right. we've got a checklist here. Uh, this is what Stephen Callahan wants to know. Uh, who are the female survivors we're inviting oh. to be on The Bachelor? Okay. So we need to make a list of who we're inviting on. Okay. And they then they get to compete. You're in the yeah, they yes. get to compete, and you get to give them the roses. Uh huh. So who are we? Who are we sending out now? They don't all have to accept. Right. But, uh, but so why who, wouldn't they? Yeah. So let's let's make the list real quick. So who are we sending out? The ba- the satchelor. The satchelor. The satchelor. Yeah. So we're going to send out the invitation. So who who's on the list? Well, uh, for my season, you got to put Brenda. Brenda on there. Yeah. Okay. For Shizzle. Yeah. For uh, Jane? Uh, <laughs> that could be really good for drama and you not give her a rose. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Purple Kelly. Oh, okay. She was really cool. Um, gotta put Alina on there. I, I think from this season. So basically, all um, the girls from Nicaragua. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> what, not, not Nayanka. Oh, thank God. Uh, you know, Nayanka and I got along really well out there. We, we had a really, Close bond, but um, from what I hear, she's she's taken and she's in love right now. My dreams. So. <laughs> My dreams. <laughs> I remember seeing those pictures as soon as they were posted. It was great. <laughs> you know, I, she she is a new man now, oh. and I I nothing. I never even. I hadn't heard anything about dreams ever uh, up until I saw those those makeout pictures posted on Facebook. Yeah, that was it's his crazy. that was his downfall. Yeah, <laughs> it, very interesting. <laughs> that, that seems like a you know a, 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 every pod has its cover. I yes. felt I felt like that was a perfect the perfect match. <laughs> yeah, uh, and no Kelly Bruno on your list. Um, you know Kelly, he and I never really connected out there. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, she and Alina would go off, kind of do their own thing. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, it wasn't really until the finale weekend that Alina and I connected again. Um, you know, we're we're good friends now. But Kelly B and I, just for whatever reason, you know, uh, just never connected out there. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, but moving on to this season's cast, I mean, you know, all the girls are hot. I'm, I'm, I'm all right, three. It is, it is a hot. Um, we're down to three spots, and then we got we got to move on. Who's give give us uh, one from this season, and then I, two from old seasons? Oh boy, um, I like Andrea from this season. Okay, I, I think Andrea is cool. Um, and from prior seasons, oh man. Um, I'm going to have to get back. Oh, to that. no, <laughs> come on. You said <laughs> this is this is a uh, a judgment-free zone. We're, we're going to have to put, put our own in there. Let's, let's put a Shambo on the list. Okay, Shambo. Sorry, sorry Sash. <laughs> Shambo. You know what, though? I, I I did have a secret crush on uh, on Monica for a while. Oh, that's a good okay. one. That's a good one. All right. So, yeah, I, I like Monica. Uh, too bad Shambo um, and Monica hate each other. Oh, That's not, yeah. now you've got yeah. now you've got a problem in the Bachelor but house. It's gonna be a good show now. Yeah, it'll be good. Shambo would be very entertaining. Though. Yeah, I bet you. The, the, that'd be a pleasurable day. I bet you end up with her. Okay. 
So that's good. <laughs> Match made in heaven. Uh, yeah, and make sure you pick somebody because they get pissed if you don't. Yeah. Uh, so Michael Norris wants to know, uh, ask Sash, why did he vote Kelly B out that night instead of Marty? What, I guess, oh, so we're, oh. going, we're going back back a ways in Survivor Nicaragua. People were people were really, myself included, uh, perplexed. Why vote out Kelly Bruno? Right. Uh, and and I'll tell you what I'll tell you what we heard. We heard it was because uh, you don't like people with one leg. That's what we heard. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely not. What? Uh, what? Absolutely that not was, that you. Not, absolutely not. You don't like people with one leg. Is that what I, you're saying? I I love people with one to zero legs. <laughs> so um, that, that that definitely wasn't the case. Um, but you know, Kelly B. At that point, um, we just didn't trust her. We thought that uh, come to merge, she would definitely flip. Um, you know, Alina was on the other tribe at the time. We knew that they would connect, and uh, you know, she she was a really nice person out there. She just uh, she, she just didn't connect one on one with with anyone. So, and I felt like Marty and I had this instant connection. Number one, because uh, you know, just because I felt like we were on similar strategies, and he was open to what he wanted to accomplish, but. Most importantly, as soon as he got to our beach, he showed everyone his hidden beauty idol. And I knew as soon as he showed it that I was going to try and go for it and end up paying off for me. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy we kept Marty around because, you know, finally came to the point where I asked Marty for his idol and he handed it over, which was great for me. Yeah. Uh, Daniel House wants to know, please, please, please ask Sash what he thinks of blueberries, please. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, know what this means. Last season, I, See, <laughs> last season, I was fortunate enough to have some really, really great fans, and uh, one of my my stellar fans goes by uh, the scream name Blueberry on Survivor Sucks, which I, I never go to that uh, to, to that website, but you know, I have some great fans that would kind of keep in touch as far as what was going on and. In the blogosphere and everything else, so um, you know, uh, Blue, Blueberry is a big fan, and I was really appreciative of everything he did for me last season. Okay, so. all right. How's one, here's one from John Cheever, and he wants to know: uh, ask why he thinks Purple Kelly and Nayanka didn't vote for him, considering they were in an alliance and they were close. Mm-hmm. You were you were in an alliance with them. They quit, and right. then all of a sudden they turned their backs on you. Uh, come the end. Come the end of the game. I was very surprised about that. Uh, what up with right. that? Right. Well, <laughs> the one thing, the one predictable thing about Nayanka is that she's completely unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, you know, I was shocked to see that she voted for Fabio. Fabio was her arch nemesis for ninety nine percent of the game that she was out there. Right. So. You know, it's 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 hard to say, and um, you know, the thing that I think um, fans and even survivor players that are out there um, don't really fully understand until after they've played at least the first season is Nayanka's crazy. Um, how <laughs> that and how crazy Nayanka can get at Ponderosa. No. 
You know, I, I, you know, I was fortunate enough to never get voted off and go to Ponderosa, but yeah. you know, when, when, when the season was, was over, I heard a lot of lies that were passed around yeah. in, in, in Ponderosa, a lot of half truths. you know, the thing is, you know, you vote these people out and they're, they're very, very bitter yeah. and rightfully so, you know, I, I would have been bitter if I was voted out as, as well. And, you know, whoever, you know, happened to be the most vocal of voting someone out, which last season was me with the exception of a poly going, I was the number one factor for everyone getting voting out or getting voted out when they did. Um, you know, people make up lies, you know, and, you know, there's uh, a lot of controversy or I, I heard, you know, things about, you know, different things Jane said about me and, you know, to, some other um, uh, lies that other people who made it to Ponderosa made up as, as, as well. I think, you know, someone talked about Jane and mortgage, something like that. And, right, well, let's... you know, these are all lies that are made up in, in Ponderosa. So... And, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame that, um, you know, being a, still being in the game, you don't know what's being talked about, who's telling the truth and who's not telling the truth after these players have been voted out. So, um, you know, most of the time, you know, I, I didn't even hear about things until the season was over with. So, you know, how can you possibly defend yourself in final tribal council when, you know, people have had a personal vendetta against Well, you them? mentioned, you brought up Mortgage Gate. Uh, you know, big controversy last season that people claimed that, uh, you know, or they were alleged that Jane uh, said that you said if you get people to vote for you at the end, you will pay uh, part of Jane, Jane's mortgage. Do I have this right? Yeah, that's so. I, that, that's what I heard. Sesh, this is yeah, just completely r- r- ridiculous. See, I would... you know it, it absolutely did not happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, Jane was top on on my my hit list. Why would I possibly think about you know <laughs> making a deal with someone when? You know, I'm the main catalyst for them being sent home. Well, let, let me know, say it's, this. It's just completely ridiculous. About this. This, this is a brilliant uh, idea. I, I will pay your mortgage because I'm telling you, if, uh, if Matthew Von Ertfelder would have come up with an idea like this, I can guarantee you he'd be sitting there with a million dollars right now. <laughs> say to me, uh, Rob, hey, just so you know, uh, if, if, uh, you know, if you're on the jury and I'm in the final two, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you about two hundred thousand dollars. You get you get me that million. Yeah, right. I'll be and, and I said I always said done and done, buddy. Uh, I'll let's do this. Uh, but yeah, no, but but you know Jane was nobody you know, offered me a nickel. When, you know with, with, with the exception of of Nayaka, um, you know Jane was the most you know second most unstable person out there at the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Be, I take that mortgage absolutely deal. ridiculous. Right. To uh, you know, align yourself in any which way with with her, and you know, um, you know, the, there's nothing I can do about it now. You know, people at Ponderosa had to, you know, decide for themselves. You know, what, you know, who to believe when coming out of the game, and you know, it, you know, it was, it was interesting during final tribal council. I remember Marty asking me a, a question, and I was completely shocked by it because. Um, you know, someone had told him that I was the one and only reason why he got voted off when he did. And, you know, it wasn't phrased exactly like that, but it was on those lines. And I was completely shocked because, 
it was completely untrue. Yet, you know, he had had this thought in his head for two weeks leading up to final tribal council. And, you know, that was something that really, um, that really frustrates me during final tribal council. You know, these people stand up and they say, you know, I have an open mind, you know, I haven't made up my mind yet, blah, 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 when the truth is, yeah, they, they, they did. You know, I thought final tribal council was about, you know, airing things out, being upfront about what transpired by the game, whether you're still in it or not. And, you know, it's just, um, you know, it is what it is, but it's part of the game. You know, we all go into this game knowing, you know, there's a jury, knowing, you know, the rules and how everything, you know, pans mm-hmm. out at, at the end. So, you know, I I have no hard feelings over the, the season. I, you know, uh, I think some people um, on the jury believe that maybe they had made um, – the wrong or cast the wrong vote, yeah. but you know the, the thing about Survivor is you have to make the most informed decisions in the moment. Right. Uh, you know whether you're in the game or final tribal council, whatever it might be. So, um, you know, I had a great experience, and you know, if I could go back, I would do everything exactly the same way. Well, you might have that chance. It's hey, you never know. <laughs> uh, do you wish? Yeah, dur- do you wish during the final tribal council somebody had asked the question if? For all three of you guys, if you win this money at any point, will you be arrested for riding a skateboard under the influence of drugs, <laughs> allegedly? Do you wish somebody would have asked that question? I think it picked up in a white yeah. <laughs> What What happened there? Uh, of course, I'm referencing Fabio back in, was it this, January this I, was? I don't know what month I it think is it now. was January. Yeah, something uh, like that. He was picked up by the Santa Monica Police Department right. uh, for allegedly riding the skateboard under the influence can you believe it can you what's going what's going uh, on there under the influence of a of a controlled substance. yes yes, yes. <laughs> which i can't believe there are people operating skateboards not under the influence of a controlled substance correct uh especially in venice beach California. Yeah, what's what's going on there what's is is fabio uh well partying too hard with this million dollars because i'm worried about is him. it gone yet oh i'm i'm sure it's it's uh it's been blown through all already. I mean, oh. you know, for, for, <laughs> but you know, in, in a good way though, I mean, <laughs> you know, everyone knew if Fabio was going to win, he was going to have the time of his life. With right. it. You know, he's, he's not going to put into, uh, you know, uh, you know, a CD or, you know, bond savings, whatever it might be. I mean, he, he's going to blow. Can't we set up and, a trust you know, fund for this guy where he gets, he gets like <laughs> most of the money when he's 30 or something yeah, is he like old that. Enough to even have the money in, yeah, I just think like a, a year from now he's gonna be like, man, I can't believe all that money's gone. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but I had so much well, fun. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I, I've never been arrested before, but what really surprised me in that TMZ video was he was talking about, um, you know, his bail bondsman, and I'm thinking, dude, you just won a million dollars four weeks ago. Why are you? paying a super premium for bail bondsmen to get you out of jail for, you know, it was like a $35,000 bond or something like oh, that. Oh, man, you know, I why? didn't even think of that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying is I think I think he's blowing through his cash pretty quickly. Yeah. Oh. It's like, you know, a pretty good assessment. We, 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 which is why he's doing softcore porn now. Oh, so, well, yeah. we, well, we did play the clip, or, or we talked about recently. Uh-huh. Um, Fabio is in a uh, a horror movie 
a homoerotic. A homoerotic. Right, homoerotic. Uh, a bi-curious, if you will, uh-huh. sort of. Uh, it's it's actually it's a vampire movie. It's kind of like by light. Uh, is, right. Shannon, take notice. Yes, uh, but you know, I had uh, you know, I open this up, these questions up to the audience, and sometimes the audience asks questions which are inappropriate. Many sometimes. of them, yes, especially this one guy, Frank Clark. Uh. Uh, now, a lot of these questions are stem from the famous incident when Sh- when Shannon uh, ac- accused you of having a sexual orientation which is different <laughs> from uh what you would expect it to be and how how much does this come up on a daily basis and and how uh annoying irritating if at all is it to deal with uh no it's it's not irritating at all it's it's you know it's it's funny you know it's it's, it's something you know you just gotta laugh off you know in in survivor there's so many Name, you know, there, there's a lot of name calling, um, you know, just a lot of, you know, ridiculous things that kind of are going on. And, you know, when, when Shannon brought that up, he was in a very desperate moment during tribal council. He was about to get voted off. He knew he was digging himself a, a hole. Um, you know, so it's one of those things you just have to laugh off. Um, you know, it's interesting because um, during the finale weekend when we're all out in L.A., um, he flew in on, you know, Saturday night, something like that, and uh, th- that night he and his wife were at, you know, one of the, the clubs in L.A. where all the survivors were, and I was there with my girlfriend, and my girlfriend and his wife ended up hanging out for like an hour. They became like best friends that night. Oh, wow. And uh, so, you know, uh, it's for, for Shannon, it's all a show. Um, you know, we had uh, reconciled long before uh, the finale. And, uh, you know, he, I said this before and I said it again, you know, Shannon won his 15 minutes of fame, but he only got two. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, and he, he just wants to be in front of the, the camera and, and that's fine. So yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. Well, that uh, everybody look everybody's got a different strategy for survivor and so you know so, right. this is a little unique <laughs> that was that was a, nobody ever tried that before uh-huh. so you got to give well you know i was, up with I was something so new. surprised too because you know he was supposedly you know coming from the uh you know russell boo you know lafayette you know crew yeah. and to come in and get represent first on our tribe was a, was a huge blow um, you know, what a lot of people don't know, which was really interesting is if our tribe would not, if, if we would have lost the first immunity challenge, um, Shannon wouldn't have gone home. Fabio would have, Ooh. uh, in, in that very first week. Um, if, if we lost the first immunity challenge easily, ask anyone from my original tribe, it would have been a nine to one vote with Fabio voting for Nyanka and everyone else voting for, for Fabio. Why, did everyone, um, why is that the case? I I think I think Fabio may have been under a controlled substance. Oh no. <laughs> no he wasn't. In the game. Uh, I it, it it seemed like it because you know, over the first week or two, he definitely I, either that or he was in some type of withdrawal. Um, I, I don't know. What, <laughs> withdrawal? But, um, what yeah, was he, he on heroin? He, he, <laughs> I don't know. 
the uh, but you know he his demeanor changed you know throughout the show and you know I could tell later in the later stages of the game he was much more focused on the game mm-hmm. um, and in the beginning he would just kind of zone out sometimes he is you know really even more loose in the beginning of the show than what it was at the end mm-hmm. so something changed I don't know what it was but um, uh, I even remember after the very first immunity challenge that we won. We're all walking back to uh, congratulate the girls because the girls had just put together this puzzle, and all the guys are walking next to each other. And Shannon puts his arm around Fabio's uh, shoulder and says, "Dude, you're lucky because you would have been the first one going home tonight." Really? Hmm. That's interesting. And I was shocked by that. I mean, who says that? Someone <laughs> that is still on your tribe yeah. that you're going to be the first one going tonight, but he did, and you know, I was shocked. <laughs> but, you know, Fabio didn't even really pick up on it. If you ask him about it, I'm sure so, he remember. It sounds like from the way you talk about Fabio, it sounds like he was different than what we ultimately saw on the show. Is that a fair statement? Uh, I I think the show represented his true character. Okay. Um, you know, he he was he was pretty aloof during most of the time. You know, he stayed out of trouble, which ultimately was a good thing for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Until but, the, after the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I think, I think his true character came out in, in the show. I mean, you know, he, he's a goofy, carefree guy, you know, it, um, you know, he's, he's very book smart. Um, but, you know, at the same time, he just kind of has this carefree surfer, you know, attitude and, you know, it, it really helped him out mm-hmm. there. And, um, you know, it sounds like he's rocking it out and on a speech where he lives. So that's great. Yeah. He's, he's, he's definitely, uh, rocking out with, with, at least with, 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 <laughs> with something out according, according to some of these movie trailers we've yes, seen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and his mom's a milf. <laughs> and a very attractive mom. Uh, uh, one more question, uh, from the listeners. This is from Ori Kova. He says, uh, ask Sash, how does he think the game would have ended had Fabio not won the last three immunity challenges, and who would you have voted for uh, if you would have ended up on the jury instead of Holly? All right, so let's take this uh, real quick, two parts. So if Fabio didn't go through the immunity, and then it would have been, uh, Holly would have been there, I guess, instead of Fabio, and that would have been right. the winner of Survivor Nicaragua is? Uh, Chase. Oh, okay, Chase yeah. would have won. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was not know. happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I like you know I I enjoyed watching Fabio. Well, I don't respect Fabio as a game player. I enjoyed the ride right. of right. of seeing him. Uh, Very likable, though it was at your expense, and you are far the greater Survivor player. Uh-huh. It's not even close than Fabio. Uh, I enjoyed him as a character. Yes, Chase. Right. Uh, Chase, I didn't enjoy him as a character, and I don't think he was a good pl- he was a good player. So he was the one the one guy I. It's a lose lose. If you if you won, I would you know I can live with that. The best player won. Right. If Fabio wins, I can live with that. The mm-hmm. best character right. won. Chase is right. neither of those two. The best country singer won. Yeah, the best singer, <laughs> the best singer won. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, Fabio, you know, he's he's a really great guy. I mean, you know, everyone even out there loved him. You know, all production, all, you know, the entire cast. Yeah, likable um, guy. You know, and from a fan, from a fan standpoint, I'm I'm ecstatic that, that he won. Um, but, you know, uh, did he play the best strategic game? No, but, uh, 
you know, um, you know, it's it's up to the jury to decide that. And Fabio, very likable, uh, as they say. Uh, a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Indeed. <laughs> that's what they, that's what that's what they say. Uh-huh. At least in this house. <laughs> well played. Uh, and and uh, what about Chase? Was he was he a good player? Would you have voted for Chase? He was kind of wishy washy. I didn't think he was that good. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, you know the you know the reason why Chase was able to maneuver himself to the end is because. He was just dominating the reward challenges. Uh, you know, everyone wanted to keep him around because they knew there was a good chance of being fed again in the near future or seeing their family or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, that's how he made it to the end. And, uh, you know, it, uh, I think I think the game of Survivor was really tough on Chase. Oh. And in the finale, he said, he said, if given opportunity to play Survivor again, that he would not. Because you know it's just uh, it, it's it's just it was really tough for him. Uh, you know, not not so much physically, but just the the whole mental game and you know strategy and trying to outwit people that you know that just it just wasn't the right fit. Yeah. No. So I think he I I think he he struggled out there, and um, you know I I think. I think he feels much more at home in Nashville. Well, I don't, I don't know if you can hear that. Nicole, Nicole just got uh, our dog all, all worked she up. She just bit me. <laughs> she's, bite, she's biting. Uh, sorry, sorry, you had to witness that, Sash. Uh, but but it's okay. You're, you've got like a slinky or something on you on your end, right? <laughs> yeah. Whatever that noise is. Chip. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Are you playing strip poker? Uh, I wish. I, I wish. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, and then my, my girlfriend isn't here. Then. Oh, okay. Uh, one, just the, the last part of that that question, real quick. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you had to vote for somebody, so it's it's Holly, it's Chase, it's Fabio. Your vote goes to. If it's those choices, I'd have to say Fabio. Oh, okay. Um, Not what I thought you were going to uh, say. You know, I I thought you know Holly made a huge recovery yes. being of her game, but. Um, I, I didn't see any Holly of I did not see any of Holly's moves until I saw them on TV. So um, you know, in, in retrospect, I may have voted for for her. I don't think you know Chase played a very strategic game, and you know, based on those options, um, I would have gone for for Fabio. I mean, ultimately, if I had my my top wish, I would have loved to have seen Brenda or Marty win the yeah. game. Um, but yeah, that's not how the chips fall. And, yeah. Yes. Like the not, chips on your table. <laughs> right. And, and, and even though Lena was never in my alliance, I think she was such a strong competitor yes. out there. I would have liked to have seen her go farther from a, from a fan's And from a dirt squirrel's perspective. <laughs> that's true. Benner uh, <laughs> is a great guy. I mean, he's out there in We were going to see him on and, Saturday. Uh, Oh, awesome! Yeah, tell him I say what's up. I'm. Uh, I think I'm going to see him in uh, Temecula. Yes, we'll be, reality, we'll be reality rallying it. Now, is it true that you were right. that you're going to be rooming with Dan at the reality <laughs> rally? Is that true? Uh, please say it's not. Of, so. of course, it's not. It of so. course, it's not true because Dan's not alive anymore. <laughs> that's yeah. not. Was he ever? Is that true? Is that no? Wait, that's I, I, I'm missing for Dan. Dan is alive, correct? Dan's alive and well still. I've, 
I'm I'm sure he's, he's fine. I'm sure he's doing well. I've been spoken to him yeah. since the finale. Been, okay. I'm sure he's doing uh, well. And you you don't like you don't like him either, right? Uh, no, Dan and I uh, reconciled. Oh, okay. uh, we're 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 cool. Well, that's good. Um, you know, I mean, we're not going to be going out for martinis anytime soon, but um, yeah, he's, he he and I are, are cool. I'm I'm cool with everyone except for Jane. Okay, well, that's maybe maybe no one day, there. maybe one day. It is what it, it is. is. What it is. <laughs> right. All right. Well, Sash. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, uh, go ahead. Go I was just going to say thank you for, for thank you for joining us. But if you got if you got something else, of course, hit us. Nope, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> nope, that's Sash, it. Sash, <laughs> you have anything you want to tell people about? Anything you want to uh, get the word out? Um, you know, to stay in touch with me, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, my my real name, at Matthew Lenahan. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, just uh, uh, keep in tune there or uh, stay tuned into my weekly power rankings with Gordon. They're awesome. And uh, I love feedback from fans to give me some better insight uh you know if, if you don't think david's going to take it all the way tell me who you think should should be up there instead good stuff yeah. all right sash well we will see you in person in a couple of weeks can't wait it's going to be awesome and you know the the uh listeners they love to uh, give us comments and tell us how we screwed up every week uh, rob has a website so <laughs> pop pop over there and uh chime you in know, on the conversation yeah check out what people are saying i'm Absolutely. sure they would love to hear from you that sounds All great. Right. Take care, buddy. Bye, Sash. See you soon. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate oh. it. Take care. Bye. Bye. Nicole, there you have it. Oh, that was good. Matthew Sash Lenahan. I want, where did Sash come from? The like the nickname. I you know I saw people wanted to know that. Uh, I feel like I I do I knew the, the answer, what so I didn't answer? ask him. I, I feel like um, I think he has like a, a relative or a cousin who couldn't say the name. Uh, and uh, couldn't say Matthew, so they said, and so, Sash. They said Sash, and that sort and that sort of stuck. Uh-huh. But I might be wrong about that. I think that might be how Jabba Chamberlain got to be Jabba Chamberlain, probably. Yeah, but I think it's the same thing. Same I think it's concept. the same story where there's like a younger relative uh-huh. couldn't say that. And if we're wrong, we we know what'll happen. Yep, you guys will let us know and yell at us and, and no, yada yada yada. A hundred people will let yes. us know it was wrong, <laughs> uh, and that's how that goes. All right, Nicole, are you ready to hear the the ten? Was there anything yes. that we didn't that we didn't Get address? Me. I think we we covered everything. We covered everything. And if not, eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh. So, Nicole, are you, you're ready. Ready. I don't know if you can always if you can always read what's on what's on the laptop over here because the print is small. Yeah. But this is the ten. This is the comments uh, that you know we've compiled via our Twitter, via our Facebook fan page. The uh, the comments on Rob has a podcast uh, or Rob has a website dot com mm-hmm. both Pr- both of them go to the same calls. place. Yeah, we'll, we'll we even check into the ratings that we get left on iTunes. Yes, which for the most part are very positive and for we appreciate. The most part. Yeah, and always appreciated the iTunes rating. So we go we text messages everything that we get. Yeah, emails, personal emails, uh, MySpace bulletins. We we check it all out. Yes, letters that We're we get all up to the on house. The MySpace. Yes. All right. So these are the. Uh, Ten of the best things that you guys uh, sent us this week. Always like to start out talking about the feedback from the last show. Uh, number ten, Leslie says uh, the last show. Of course, we did with Danielle DiLorenzo. Right. I thought it was one of the best shows that we've ever I done. I thought it was a very funny show. Not an opinion shared by everybody. Okay, well, it never is. Uh, Leslie, she liked it. She said, "I love hearing from Danielle about Russell because I saw him the way that she did, as a bully and demeaning to women. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear it from someone who has experienced it." 
I like how she was never Russell's girl, and I didn't see her, uh, her or Parvati that way either. Enjoyed hearing from her a lot. So a lot of people yeah. said, much like I did, I don't know a lot about Danielle DiLorenzo. This was a very good guest. And that's, that means a lot coming from Leslie. Yes. Uh, yeah, not always easy to please. Yes. Uh, tough cookie. Uh, C- Costa Saltis says, uh, did I enjoy the podcast with Danielle? It's hard to say because I listened to it an entire four days ago. That's really a long time. Uh, I I have been living my life since then, so it's hard to remember who your co-host was. Dina Nicole? Anyway, I have to get back to the tweeter. Oh, I think that was a shot. <laughs> So, Danielle DiLorenzo, she's not going to remember everything that happens uh, on Survivor. Yeah, the past is the past. Yeah, it was a long time ago. You don't remember everything that happens. Yes. I don't remember what I was doing in 2005. Why should Danielle DiLorenzo? I don't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is number eight, and we actually had a tie for number eight. Uh-oh. All right, so not the, this podcast was not the favorite of everybody. Lines in a conversation normally uh, enjoys the podcast, but uh, I don't want to be rude, but Danielle was not a great choice as a guest. I don't know if she was trying to just be diplomatic with her responses, but she was kind of boring. Even her response to the boobs question was less than stellar. Well. And it's hard to answer boobs questions in a less than stellar way. I will. Mm. (laughs) We're just going to have to not know that. (laughs) And I have a feeling that you wouldn't. Uh, and Hayden Summers, also tied for number eight, says uh, Double D was a terrible guest. Clearly, she hasn't been watching the show. Maybe she just watched the show this week because she was going to be on the podcast. She had no insights into Survivor at all and couldn't remember anything. Don't get me wrong. I liked her whippy attitude, but her and John Fincher were like complete opposites. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Oh, well, thank well, you. That, that was a little... Uh... Bad and good. <laughs> Yeah. Ying and yang. It was, a lot, it was kind of Philippi. Ying and yang. Okay. Uh, number seven. And this is, uh, this is a long one. This is a long one. Who paraphrase? Uh, well, this is, this is from Jeremy. Okay. Uh, Jeremy writes, uh, I am very sorry if I never neglected to give any compliments, causing me to hurt you in your heart. You are the greatest survivor that I have ever seen of all time. I'm sorry if my lack of comments on your website is stupid. I should have known much better. I also apologize for having friends listen to your podcast who did not like you and said mean things about you that I laughed about also. Mm -hmm. Sorry for not saying that you should have won your season, and it certainly appears as if Amazon is indeed flawed. (laughs) I also want to apologize for my brother, Frank Clark, (laughs) who has commented very terrible things, which are private matters that should not have been addressed. Most of all, I want to apologize for my lack of voice against Frank. He has been quite hurtful and inappropriate with his comments and his and his phone ringing. Uh, I hope that we can put this all behind us and become podcast friends once again. BFFXOXO, Jeff Clark. Oh, that was a nice email. Oh, yeah. I guess that was the nice Clark. Yeah, that was, that was very nice. From Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, number six. I don't... Uh, this is so, uh, some more critical feedback uh, of, of our podcasting. I, can you make it out? There? I think so. It's some, some small eye chart print yeah, from across the room. Okay, this is from my boyfriend, Randy Bailey. He says, Your podcast sanctioned by CBS seem to be filtered c- compared to your normal podcasts. Either ramp it up or go back to the normal unfiltered Rob or you will lose a listener. Also, you suck by yourself. We want Nicole, <laughs> we want Nicole and you as a team or not at all. 
So Rand, uh, this is from Randy Bailey. So I'm slightly uh, illiterate. Yes, and Randy Bailey saying that uh, basically our podcasts that we do with the we're sucking kneecaps with the people that get kicked, kicked off Survivor are uh, very filtered, and they need to be ramped up, or Randy's going to stop listening. From today? Yes, because I wasn't on it. Yes, this is uh, talking about my interview with Krista, mm-hmm. who I felt like I was I was critical of Krista. Uh-huh. Uh, and but not not enough to Randy's liking. Mm-hmm. Well, Randy's a tough critic. And and Nicole wasn't here, so Randy says we should not even do a show if Nicole's not home. As always, I agree with Randy. So lots of lot of criticism this week of uh, Rob as a podcast, like yeah. most weeks. Yeah. Uh, now this is uh, this is number five. This is from uh, the Nicole that licks, and uh, there was a, we had a little debate over here. The Nicole that licks is that a good thing or a bad thing? Right. Is her name Nicole? Or does just, she lick? Does, if I'm the Rob that sucks, Nicole licks. Not, Wouldn't not that be the Nicole that blows? Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of sucks. Although it's really sucks and blows, not really the opposite at all. They're really the same thing. Really the same thing, which is ironic. Um, says uh, Nicole that licks says uh, maybe you should do a segment on Frank Clark's top ten comments of the week. Yeah, and uh, that maybe got me. Frank thinking, Clark should just host the show. <laughs> maybe Frank Clark has a podcast. Isn't such a bad idea. But maybe we should just go with the one Frank Clark comment of the week. Uh, the top Frank Clark. The top Frank of all the Frank Clark comments. Maybe we yes. should just do the one. And uh, this was my pick for this week. The number one uh, Frank Clark comment of the week. It's actually a two parter. Uh-huh. Uh, Frank Clark says, uh, "Hey." I didn't ask any inappropriate questions. Then he thought about it. Of course, this was when we were talking to Danielle DiLorenzo, uh, and I said that there was a question that we couldn't ask from yes, Frank Clark. because it was inappropriate. Uh, he says, okay, uh, the comment about Coach getting a chubby while making out with her might have been a little too much, perhaps. <laughs> My bad. Frank Clark wanting to know if Coach got a chubby while kissing Danielle DiLorenzo. And I my question is, call it a chubby. yeah, who, who, who says chubby? Yeah. When, when was the last time that term was used? Mm, I never heard it. <laughs> uh, all right. Steve Callahan, 1987 says, Hey, Robin, Nicole, uh, we, we, now this is Nicole and I were talking about our last podcast was, uh, on St. Patrick's day talking about, uh, who is the greatest Irish survivor of all time? Mm-hmm. And uh, this is from Steve, who says, uh, I don't think there have been any legitimate Irish survivors who have played, but Tom Westman and Kathy O'Brien, Amy O'Hara, Cindy Hall, uh, and actually her sister was on uh, one of those uh, VH1 shows. Oh, really? It was a big deal. Uh, Aaron Collins, Jessica Flicka-Smith, Bob Crowley, Shambo Waters, and Betsy Bolin, David Murphy... Uh, I don't think there would be enough former survivors to have a tribe. Well, that sounds like a lot. That's a tribe. Being Irish myself, I went through the former castaways and figured, uh, considered which ones had legitimate Irish names. I think any of the former Johnsons could also be considered Irish. Yes, we uh, like Johnson. That was tiring. I need a drink. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And yeah. speak for yourself. <laughs> How about that? All right, Nicole. We're into the top three. Are you oh, getting nervous? God. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm I'm reading all that. I know you like to read them, but uh, okay, I can't read it. That's I know we, too far. Nicole and I have a show to get to at eight o'clock tonight. Yes, uh, we're going to see a live taping of the Adam Carolla podcast with Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, we're going to steal some of their moves. <laughs> yeah, we're going to write and down. I hate Gilbert Gottfried, whatever his name. No, is. you're crazy. I hate him. Uh, Jessica Theralt says, uh, "Rob and Nicole, I was listening to one of your older podcasts while falling asleep, and I created one of my own Survivor revelations." Uh, this is going way back when. Uh, 
to before uh, we, we were married, actually, from the summer, uh, Jessica writes, the private investigator who emailed Nicole <laughs> offering to investigate Rob before your wedding during the Heroes versus Villains season was clearly Philip. It's really a shame that Nicole didn't take him up on his offer. Maybe I did. You could have had the chance to meet crazy Philip before season 22. Uh-huh. This was also the podcast where Rob dialed the wrong number while attempting to call Stephen Fishback, and you were threatened by a very grumpy slash terrifying old man. <laughs> Your podcasts are always great for a laugh, but this one really was spectacular, and I couldn't even wait until the morning to tell you about it. Oh, and that's from thank Jessica. You, Jessica. So yes, so love no, the enthusiasm. You were propositioned by somebody who is a private investigator uh-huh. offering to investigate your fiance before the wedding. Correct. Is it possible this could have been like Philip? Are we tying up all the loose ends in a way that Lost never could? Well, that was not hard. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Uh, okay, this is number number two. Uh, this is actually not from one of the Survivor podcasts, but I didn't know when we were going to get a chance to address some of these comments. Okay, uh, Nicole and I. Uh, Today is Thursday, and of course, tomorrow is uh, Friday. Friday. And Friday. Uh, that's our favorite day of the week. It's also Rebecca Black's favorite day of the week. And Nicole and I did a podcast over the weekend about the phenomenon that is Rebecca Black. And uh, we had a lot of comments on that podcast. And if you don't know who Rebecca Black is, check that out. That's a good uh, informative piece of learning. It's, yes. it's the closest you could do to going back to school. Yes. Our podcast on Rebecca Black. And this is from George who writes uh, about Rebecca Black, the 13-year-old girl who has a YouTube hit. He writes, uh, Wait, she's only 13? She could pass for 20 easily. Holy jailbait, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, George. That damn stapler. stapling. stapling. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You're wasting my staples. (laughs) Yep, our listeners. Yep, Yep. you guys are funny. Looking at Rebecca Black as jailbait. Yeah. And uh, here we go. This is a very special, the number one comment of the week. Oh, goodness. This is from uh, Matt Noble, who wrote this on the Rob Has a Podcast uh, fan page on Facebook. He wrote, uh, here's something I saw by accident. To give some insight into Philip off the island, as well as information on an exciting solution to enhance your social media and networking in the age we're in today. Uh, this is a video clip. Nicole, are you, are you ready? Always. This is, this is from Matt Noble. And uh, here we go. From Matt Noble. Yes. Hi, I'm Philip Shepard, Vice President of New Business Development with VoicesAndVisions.com. I joined the company earlier this year after having an opportunity to see one of their corporate videos by accident. Now, Philip, (laughs) he had the opportunity to join this company after seeing one of their videos by accident. Uh Uh-huh. He's falling into videos online. And what most impressed me was the high-def quality. And then the questions that were asked. You could tell that there was a lot of work and a lot of thought that went into that video. And that's what you need in the age of social media and social networking. You need a solution and a client and a customer that can fully understand what is the message that you're trying to communicate. And to do that, in the age that we're in today, you need a very effective corporate video to do it. Girl walking and so by. Voices <laughs> Visions had the vision, they have the camera and the capability to capture the message that you want. To deliver to your clients. Companies like CBS, real estate companies, law firms, <laughs> and a whole host of different types of institutions that require this type of solution. And so, as the Vice President of New Business Development, I'm looking forward to having an interaction with each and every one of you so that you too can be successful in all your business ventures. So, Thank you. <laughs> what is he even talking about? I, I'm not sure. 
<laughs> but uh, basically, Philip will help you get your videos straight. They've got the cameras. Uh-huh. They, they can do it. And then you could get your messages out to companies like CBS. CBS Real estate companies and law firms. Well, that, that sums up everything. <laughs> Basically, Philip almost says it like Probst describing the reward challenges. Yes. Like, you're going to get to get your message out to CBS, <laughs> law firms, real estate companies, and all the fixins. <laughs> Wait, that's a great video. I'm not sure if, uh, if you could really follow it uh, as we played it here, but I'll post it on the. Uh... There's really nothing to follow. <laughs> And and they talk about making, like, these professional videos, but there's, like, people walking around in the background. Yeah, some girl with a big butt walking by. Hey, now. <laughs> Philip wasn't distracted, though. No. No, Not, no distractions for Philip. So, uh, I feel like that's going to do it for a, uh, for a Survivor podcast for this week, Nicole. Yes. And was there anything else? Well, I do have my Tweet of the oh, Week. Oh, Tweet of the Week. Tweet Why didn't you tell me? Week. It could have been in the 10. Yes. Um, got a bunch of tweets this week. And the winner goes to Keith Black, where he says, Krista is to Matt and Andrea, as Arvin is to Sammy and Ronnie. Survivor 25, Krista versus Andrea, Catfight Island. For those of you who watch the Jersey Shore, of course you know that Arvin was the uh, guy, he was the uh, Guido-juiced MacGyver, as Uh the situation described him. And he broke up Sammy and Ronnie, and uh, Krista broke up Matt and Andrea. Yes. So very, very good analogy. Yes. Okay, uh, and I'll give that a a staple. A staple. Until we move the bell 10 feet away from where it is now. (laughs) Yes. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap things up. I actually have a special treat for you guys. Uh, We're going (laughs) to. No, we're going to go out uh, with a song. Uh, This is. uh, We're going to close the show with a song from Rob Costigan, the Canadian Rob C. He sent this to me last week, and I forgot to put it in the show. He wrote an original Russell Hance song, uh-huh. and so uh, he's going to uh, play. A, I, I'm not play us out. I don't know what that means. He's going to regale us with a tune. All right, F it. We'll, we'll do, do it, it live. live. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to play us out, and uh, so we'll play that at the end of the show. Uh, we also I did a podcast with Jillian Larson last night. Talking about everything reality, reality. If you're interested, if you're in the Southern California area, check that out. And if you're in the Southern California area, definitely come, come and check, check out Nicole and I uh, live at Pachanga. Uh, and the, for those of you who can't make it, we're going to post those podcasts and videos yeah. up here but on the website next week. it's going to be a really good time. You should all head out. Yeah, and uh, th- there could be some. We're going to play some games. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Uh, you could buy us drinks. Yeah. And uh, a shout out to... Uh, all the all the good Survivor fans over at previously on Survivor. Yes, uh, you know I, I've been that uh, I, I check in there from time to time. That uh, they do a, a, great, a great job. That uh, a lot of them write nice things about the show. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of our listeners hang out there. A lot of good um, conversation on the, on that that group. Yeah, and, and it's very fun. Yeah, lots of uh, you know just a, a good time. If you want to yeah. go and talk about Survivor and the times that Rob has a podcast yeah. isn't on, check out previously on Survivor. All Survivor all the time on Facebook, and uh, I think that's it. Yep. All right. So until next time, Nicole. Peace out, kids. We'll we'll see your comments. Give us some tweets. We love hearing from you guys. And now take a listen to the original song by Rob Costigan, and let us know better or worse than Rebecca Black. This Bye. here's a song about that crafty Cajun, Mr. Russell Hands. Gone, gone, gone. Oh my God, he's gone. 
can't believe it. Is it true the Samoan king is gone? You see, my name ain't Russell, it's Russell Hands. I will win this here game with my dumbass girl line. So gone, gone, gone. Oh my God, he's gone. Can't believe it. Is it true the Samoan king is gone? The first time votes that he got were from Shaman Joan. All the rest, plus Kailu, really like Russell Swan. Gone, gone, gone. Oh my God, he's gone. Can't believe it. Is it true? The Samoan king is gone. Second time he met Parv, his best and only friend. But that Parv spun him round and he lost again. Oh yeah, yeah, gone, gone, gone. Oh my God, he's gone. Can't believe it. Is it true? The Samoan king is gone. He only played just one time, not two or three. He tells that story to everyone, except in Rob C. Oh yeah, gone, gone, gone. Oh my God, he's gone. Can't believe it. Is it true? The Samoan King is gone. He played three times. He never once. Still think he's so great. He can burn them socks, find that idol, but it's all too late. Cause he's gone, gone, gone. Oh my God, he's gone. Can't believe it. Is it true? The Samoan king is gone. Ain't no dancing tonight in Lafayette, LA. Because the greatest survivor of all time, well, he went away. Gone, gone, gone. Oh my God, he's gone. Can't believe it. Is it true? The Samoan king is gone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.